Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Good Days Podcast. If you're new to this podcast, hey, welcome. Grab a seat, grab some champagne, grab some tea. We are about to get into my beautiful mind. So if you are new here, this is what my podcast is really about. It's about me just diving in deep with you guys on thoughts, on just everyday things that we are not able to speak with other people about. I'm here to speak with you about it all. So I hope everyone is having a great week and I hope everyone is continuing to stay safe during this season three of COVID, for real. Now, if you are not new here, welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back. So what did I do this week besides trying to stay out of the cold as much as possible? I got the chance to catch up on a new Netflix series called Archive 81. I swear, after watching that series, I wanted to take a bath in holy water. Like, seriously. So if you haven't seen the series yet, watch at your own risk. Especially if you're a skeptic of supernatural, spirituality, and conspiracies that are still in existence. But that is just my humble opinion. Archive 81 is about an archivist who takes a job restoring old tapes and gets pulled into a mystery involving the missing director and a demonic cult. It gets interesting as the story unfolds when the archivist past is also involved in this entanglement web of lies. Now, I don't want to give too much away of this series. I just thought that this series was so good. I was questioning myself if I was having a mental crisis because shit got real. I am just glad I watched this series during the day because I'm not usually as scared of thriller movies or shows, but no way in hell was I watching this alone at night. Like this show would have had me checking every hour for mold and hearing noises and shit. Hopefully they will install a second season because it ends with a major cliffhanger. And for those of you who have already seen it already, hopefully you can share your thoughts on what you thought about the show, and if you have any recommendations on any series on Netflix that you would want me to watch, I would definitely watch them. Now, I just think that you definitely should check that out, like I said, at your own risk, but that's up to you. Now, moving on to something different. I mean, I've been triggered by this story this past weekend. It was just like so annoying. I am so sick of these two. Like, they are invading my screen with the fuck grief. And I'm talking about Kim and Ye shenanigans. Like, do you know how hurtful it is to watch? But this happens every day, B. Baby mama and baby daddy issues where the kids get stuck in the middle. So recently, Kanye was denied access to his daughter's birthday party. Kanye claimed Kim was not sharing the address 
or any information about the plans of the birthday. Now, here's my issue with this. I don't know what is going on in the Kardashian West household, but come on, sis. This man is doing the most to see his kids. He's trying to be a good dad on the outside looking in. Maybe he's doing too much. Maybe he's going about it the wrong way. But he seems to be sincere when it comes to his kids. Give him credit for that. It took Travis Scott to finally give Kanye the address so he can come to his daughter's birthday. Now, I'm talking about Chicago, four-year-old birthday. Not for nothing, Chicago might not even remember this whole shenanigan. Might not even remember, oh, daddy wasn't at my birthday party, okay. You, she might not even remember it, to be honest with you. She's very young, she's, she's more worried about smushing her face in cake than worried about her mom and dad and their stupidity and their childish behaviors. You know, she, she's not worried about that. But the fact that when he got there, security was advised to not let him in. Now, this is getting out of hand. Now, I heard Kanye came out with a song as well that kind of attacked Pete Davidson. Man, listen, at this point, I'm over keeping up with the Kardashians, sick of the back and forth, the movie nights in Staten Island movie theater, the vacations. Kanye, I've been saying this forever, and I'm going to say it again. I've said it once, so I'm going to say it again and again and again so you'll hear it. Leave these light-skinned females alone and find you a decent black woman. Because this is not it. It's not it. This this is the kind of damage control I'm talking about when it comes to your, your kids. Like when your children see these things, it comes normal for them. So when they see that their mother and their father is fighting and they go out into their in the real world and try to form relationships with people or try to form relationships in a sense where they start dating and stuff like that, they believe arguing with a person is gonna keep the person. And arguing with a person is just gonna be, okay, that person is never gonna leave. I could treat this person like shit. They're gonna always come back. No, that is the wrong way to go about it. And I hate when children are involved in adult bullshit. It makes it harder to understand the psyche of some parents when they do childish shit. Like, my question is, who raised you? And what kills me the most is when it gets broadcast for the world to see. For example, when Summer Walker in London on the track was going through their own personal shit, that became our public shit. Everything is not private anymore. Like, it just became a public forum for everybody to just sit back and just watch watch it all play out. And it shouldn't be like that. It should be where we are not being able to give our our opinions on other people's lives. And this is part of the reason why I hate social media for that shit. It's like no one can really be themselves anymore. And certain things you can't you can't really project to the world. Everybody has an opinion. And like I said, like everything is not private anymore. There's too many views, too many people involved, too many who's who involved. Simply keep your dirty laundries to yourselves. People, clean it up. Wrap it up. Don't do it. And I don't mean to go on a little rant. It just makes no sense to me why parents choose to do the shit that they do. So here's my question for the masses. What is a good baby mama or baby daddy anyway? Respectfully, I don't think any child is a mistake. Sometimes I think the person we choose to have kids with may surely be the mistake. And we can't take it back. But no child is a mistake. And I hate when children become the entanglement situation where they get tug of war kind of feeling for them. You know, it's not fair. 
And I hear numerous times where baby mothers are not being able to compromise with the father of the child or children because either they still want them back, they can't stand the father, or they're just vindictive for whatever reason. And I hear as well where baby fathers are deadbeat, can't be a father because of financial reasons, and those who want to be a father can't see their children, and some go into falling into the trap of, I have to be there for my child, so I stay. There's so many reasons, and the culture is clear. Children become the blame, and that mentally fucks up a child. And honestly, I think that needs to change. Although I believe that, you know, that needs to change and everything like that, but there's also a stigma as well around those of us millennials that do not have kids. So here we go. Many of us who are in our 30s are either lucky or cursed, but whatever it's worth, we choose not to have children at an early age. We choose to wait till the right person comes along, or we choose to just focus on ourselves. Now, as selfish as that might sound, we chose this life. I can remember my fucking GYN, yes, my GYN, asked me, what are you waiting for? Now, I am propped on the table, bottomless, and my feet dangling. I honestly wanted to kick the shit out of this nigga. Like, are you serious? Children are not cheap, sir. Are you going to babysit? Are you going to come over and change every diaper? Feed this child. Are you going to be at every game? Are you? Because if you are, let me know. I jot this down on my um calendar of, yeah, he's coming to, on this day and this day, you know? And even if you're not, don't ask me why I'm not pushing for a baby. It's not because I don't want want children right now. It's just I've seen so many people fall into I didn't want to wait, so I started early. Yeah, and guess what? You are probably still trying to catch up with this life, as we all are. But no way in hell I am bringing a child in this world unless I am ready. And even if you did start it early and you chose not to wait, that's your decision. God bless you. I am proud of you. But there are some things that you cannot push onto people. There are some things that you cannot allow people to just fall into the, oh, well, I did it so you can do it too. Or what are you waiting for? Like, you can't project that onto everybody. Not everybody is mentally capable of being a parent. And even though there are parents out there that are not mentally capable of being a parent, but they are, you know, and it's not an easy job. It's a, it's not a nine to five where you could just say, oh, I'm clocking in and I'm clocking out. This is a forever, you know what I'm saying? And this is something that, you really have to consider. And I notice that a lot of people don't really sit and, and talk about it. They don't have conversations with the significant other about, you know, I've been thinking about this or I've been thinking about that. Everybody's just doing things just to do things. And I feel like there should be an understanding that when you are bringing a child into the world, it's not just you and your significant other. You're bringing a third person in. So it's you, him, and another person. And you also have to understand that the other person that you're bringing in into this world also has a say as well, believe it or not. Even though the baby is not able, capable, whatever, to actually speak, but you have to understand the psyche of 
what you're bringing into this world. You cannot bring a child into this world with that negative connotation already in in your circle. It's bad enough that it's already out here in the world. It's building a bridge where you know that you're protecting your child. You know, and don't let anyone tell you you have to do something you're truly not ready. Hold your crown, ladies. You still have time. You still got time. Don't let nobody force you. Don't let that guy tell you sweet nothings. Yeah, baby, I got you. Don't worry about it. I hold you down. I hold our baby down. Yeah. Sounds good. That's my line for everything. Sounds good. Like, you have to be mentally capable. I mean, mentally able to really, really stand up for it. Because I know there's a lot of co-parenting going on right now. And it's not easy. And again, like I said, some people choose to stay because of the kids. But don't let that be the only option why you stay. So, I got a little story for y'all. I'm going to put y'all on to something real quick. So, I got a story to tell. So, I was um, dating someone who had two kids. Yes, two. And he was a great guy. But his baby mother was a bitch. I got to meet his mom, his family, you know. They adored me. His mother was really cool and she didn't like the baby mother. She voiced that a lot to, you know, the guy I was dating. But, you know, when you are in the thick of it, we don't hear what what anyone has to say. We're just in it. So one day we were just hanging out and he said to me, she want to take my kids away. She doesn't want me to see my kids anymore. And I knew he was hurting and I felt that for him. So it came out that she knew about me and she wanted to be with him. And I get it. It's his youngest son was just two years old. And it was almost like fresh out the womb. And we was only dating for a year already. So I asked him, like, what does he want to do? He didn't know what he wanted to do. And he couldn't go through with a lawyer because lawyer costs money. It was bad enough that every paycheck, money was getting taken out for child support. So she was already killing him slowly. Now, as a woman who's dating a guy with kids... There is so much you can do and say. And I felt this was the best thing for me to do at the time. Because truthfully, that bitch would have ended up in the Hudson River. But I chose to make a decision for him. Since she didn't want me to be with him and was denying the rights of his kids, I didn't want him to choose. So I ended it. Yeah, I walked away. Um, He wanted to work things out with me and see what could be. But I already knew what, what it was going to be. And that might have been the punk way about it. But I had to think about my peace of mind as well. I don't even know what came of that situation because I never spoke to him again. Not because of the situation. It was just because he had to take the time now to figure out what is it that he wanted to do. She had the control over him and was using the kids. That shit pissed me off because he didn't deserve that shit. He was truly a good guy. Like, he was a real decent guy. And when you meet a decent guy like that it's like one in a million sometimes but if I could go back into time I probably would have stayed and helped him in some way but I was young and I was at my wits end so two kids and it's like you're stuck with this this heifer for life and I told him she doesn't want to see see you happy with no one and he knew it and he apologized of course 
But I don't blame him. You know, I really don't. He didn't have to apologize. This was his life. This is what I walked into. This was, this, this is, this was it, you know? And LA, if you are listening, I don't blame you. I really don't. I just want to say thank you for being there for me when my grandmother passed away. Like, I truly won't forget that night. Like, I appreciate you. And that's another thing. Dating someone with kids, I'm not against it. I just want you to understand that if you do decide to go down that road, that you are prepared for all the ups and downs. The children will always be the top priority. You come second. Some people will not like that. But that's not up to you. Remember, you met them with the kids. And that's not going to change. And I'm getting an Issa Rae kind of moment. You know when she saw Lawrence and Condola in the hospital and Condola asked if she wanted to see the child and Issa said, fuck them kids? Of course it was her imagination. But what she wanted to say couldn't be said. And sometimes we do want to say fuck them kids. But it's not the child's fault. We as adults are the ones that make the decisions. So the blame is really on us. And of course it bothered Issa. But of course, she ended up making it work at the end. She she ended up staying with Lawrence. But um, that's neither here or there. And although I'm telling you this story, I've dated two guys in my life with kids. This one had two. The other one just had a daughter. And it was cool. But would I put myself through that again? I don't think so. Especially when I'm at the point of considering having um, a child of my own with someone in the near future. I just want to go down that road again. Like, lesson completely learned. And that's just what I want to, like, really get into. Like, this really triggered me when I'm seeing Kanye going through his shit. I'm just like, yo, Kim, I'm over you. Like, I've been over you. I I just been over you. But it, it just got to stop. Like, you, you putting the children involved in this. And it becomes a never-ending cycle. And you don't want that. We don't want that. We don't. Hopefully, they'll get their shit together and we won't have to hear anymore Kanye, Pete Davidson, and what's her face? Kim situation anymore. I just feel like it just triggered me and I felt like I needed to talk about it. I felt like this is the problem. Didn't Tupac say that the, the hate you give little children fucks everyone? That is what thug life is really about. Like, you gotta understand, it starts with the children. The children are the seeds of the world. Once you implement that negative type of energy into a child, the child becomes that negative energy to the world. And I'm just saying it, and I'm gonna say it again. Like, we gotta end the cycle at some point. Um, I, I'm an advocate on that. I believe that we gotta end that cycle at some point we gotta we gotta be different we gotta do different we got to make sure that we're not projecting the wrong messages to our children when it comes to co-parenting when it comes to when our us and our significant other are not working out and for those of you guys that are in a situation where you're having issues with your baby mama and you're having issues with your baby father there's some times when you need to be an adult and have a nice little sit down and talk. That is what needs to be said. And for those of you that choose to stay because of kids, um, I really can't really voice too much of my opinion on that because 
every situation is different. And if you really, truly believe that staying for the kids is the only option that you have right now, I want you to really think about what you're doing for yourself. Because at the end of the day, yes, you're there for the kid, but what are you doing for yourself in the process? And I'm not saying that, okay, your child is not important as well, but what I'm saying is what are you, what is your mental mental space is telling you for you to do? Because you don't want to stay there for the kid and then you get frustrated at your child because your child does something. And sometimes that does happen because you're frustrated with yourself. So you might tend to lash out on your children because you're frustrated for yourself and that you put yourself in this situation where you chose to stay because of the child so again if you're in a situation like that just try to think about what you as a person is doing for yourself like where is your mental state at right now like if you honestly believe that staying for the kid is your only option I really want you to reconsider and really think about that because you don't want to hate yourself for abstaining because of your kid and your kid kind of does your kid kind of sees that like does my dad really want me or does my dad really want to be here you don't want to project that as well so you got to really think about those certain things on what you want for yourself as well so you can be a better man or a better woman for your child and that's just my humble opinion about that because I know there's some there I have you know friends that are co-parenting and are dealing with their own personal dilemmas and I sometimes just have to sit and listen and I'm just like wow I can't really give too much of my opinion on about it because I'm not in that situation and I chose not to be in that situation I don't need that kind of drama because I know how I get if I if certain things don't go my way I'm not even on front if certain things don't go my way I'm just at this point where it's just like you know what fuck it I'm gonna just do what I gotta do and you just do what you gotta do I'm at that point where I would do something like that but I also have to understand that if you are bringing a third person into this life bringing a new life in that is not only about you it's also about the child as well so we also have to take a step back and be like all right yeah I'm here but am I really here you know so even though you can co-parent in different households same households you can do it but you just have to make sure that you're doing it the right way for you is there is it really a right way I don't even know but I'm just like at this point it's just that it just triggered me with that whole situation I hate to see I hate to see children get involved in that I hate to see it I feel like that's a whole mental abuse right there in the making like it's I'm just surprised North is is growing up to be very independent in her own way that I'm pretty sure she knows that her parents is full of shit like I'm pretty sure North knows what time it is she's like I really don't care I just want to be on TikTok but y'all keep taking my phone away I don't want to deal with y'all shenanigans like I just want to be on TikTok I just want to be on on Instagram I just want to enjoy myself I just want to be happy in my own space y'all handle y'all business on your own time I just want to do me I feel you North I feel you and like I said it's too much it's consuming too much bullshit but 
I'm glad that y'all stuck out with me through this whole rant slash story slash um trigger moments yeah i'm gonna have a lot of trigger moments and that right there was one of them for real i i just can't i just can't understand how some people can say that having children is a blessing and still be a curse to them at the same time like make it make sense you gotta do better people people we got to do better for our children we just gotta do better it's bad enough that we are in season three of COVID. We just got to do better. We have to do better. And on that note, you know, I always like to end my episode with a quote. So, and that quote of today is, Sometimes you must remove yourself permanently in order to create a more stable foundation for your life. Yes, sometimes you just got to exit stage left when it's necessary. And that's my cue so i am sending out love and light you guys continue to stay safe stay blessed stay in peace also protect your energy all 2022